Welcome to another episode of season two of the Soul Inspired podcast. Today we are talking with Taylor, aka the Moon Child, about all things moon related, obviously, witchy, mermaid, healing, toxic positivity, literally everything you can think of and more and this was such a fun one to record because it really was just like having a chat with a friend i hope you enjoy this one as much as i did if you do please feel free to leave a five-star review on itunes you can also share it with a friend enjoy welcome taylor today's episode. Can you tell everyone a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do? First of all, (laughs) I'm nervous but I'm here, I'm showing up, wearing my Lara Ma, unlocking the throat chakra. All right, we're doing it. Yes. So I'm Taylor or the moon child. You may see me as the moon child online and know me as that. And I have a little spiritual business called Moon Guidance. And I just see myself as this magical cosmic mermaid being just here on earth right now to just to share some magic with everyone. And I host women's circles, particularly around the moon, of course. And I do Reiki healing, one-on-one healing sessions, some tarot, sound healing, just all the, the witchy woo-woo all fun things. Stuff. And I'm really just seeing where this journey takes me. Like it, it's a real, it's a real path and ride of surrendering for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because I feel, you know, that old from the old paradigm that we're shifting out of that that masculine way of doing business and creating. I feel those pressures to have it all figured out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all know that that's just not how it works, but <laughs> our human brain just wants to hold on and control and have an outcome or an attachment. Whereas I'm like, eh. <laughs> sometimes I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just going to do, do whatever it is and hope that that flows somewhere and just trust it. So yeah. that's me. Just- yes. I love that. Um, So funny. I also wanted to add that for the first like three months of knowing you, I genuinely just referred to you or thought of you as the moon child. There was no name behind the moon child. That was just you. I'm like, I think it's Taylor, but I'm going with the moon child. I'm fine with that. Like I have it tattooed on me. It's I am the moon child. It's your identity. (laughs) I had an actual bit of an identity crisis the last few months because my friend sent me this whole thing online about the moon being fake, like this fucking moon matrix. And I'm like, you can't do that. Like I am the moon. Am I, I'm not real. Am I the matrix? And I was having a bit of a meltdown. I was like, no, no, my, my life is a lie. It's so funny. That is like a, that's like a total lesson in uh, attachment and detachment and like realizing, okay, I can't attach to any external identity. Like you just are what you are. I really into that deep reflection as well. And I'm just like, you know what? We, we, another thing is like, we, we want to label things. We want to feel comfort. We want to be knowing 
we want to have something to like hold on to so when people ask who I am I'm kind of like I'm just here I'm just cosmic being in this human form just flowing through life and experiencing life here because my soul needed that and sometimes I'm like all right did my soul need that (laughs) like what what but once again it's just like surrendering into that unknown we've just been in Scorpio season Mm. so that always comes around and the medicine of Scorpio is big surrender into the unknown and really um, alchemizing and learning from those deep dark lessons and experiences and just transforming those into Mm. something that like deeply serves you so astrology is another thing I'm just super passionate about too. super into super passionate about and I love that you just talked about Scorpio season and like going into the darkness and it kind of leads into like the womb healing and like that deeper transformation and I guess the parts of ourselves that we don't tend to like really look at or want to work on because it can be kind of triggering for us or intimidating yeah. and sometimes it's really nice to just like do the like work quote unquote um that's actually deeper than just like you know like what am I grateful for today you know like just going really surface but actually like going to those deeper levels so what does the work I guess look like for you and not as a whole because I think that would be too much to try and encapsulate (laughs) but just like recently maybe like what are some ways that you've been doing the work yeah I was actually going to say with that there's that whole notion of like spiritual bypassing Mm. there's been that phase that a lot of us have seen particularly projecting on social media where we're presented with this highlight reel and everything love and and which is beautiful but we need to acknowledge the duality and everything and then there's also the flip side of getting really stuck in a healing trap and having these expectations that you want to reach and you're constantly doing the deep healing work but we also got to remember to just enjoy this present moment because yes. once based around control and an outcome, outcome focused rather than just being here. So I think it's all about really just acknowledging what's coming up, holding space and just having radical self-acceptance for where you're at while having that commitment to yourself. So just finding the middle, like that duality again, like, yeah. Yes, that is great. That's a great point when you do start going down this path, you can literally get stuck in a loop where you become obsessive with finding like, what's more wrong with me? How much more wrong can I be? And like, what can I do to fix it? And I'm like, not a whole human being without doing all this fixing, but we come here perfectly whole, perfectly complete. And we pretty much get all these I guess, layers thrown upon us. And really the way that I see doing the work is like, we're just shedding the layers. We're yeah. shedding what is yeah. not, or it's not, it's not us. It's not it's our authentic one of those self. cycles that we go through. And as yeah. well with the layers, I, something that I always mention with, when I host my moon ceremonies, we do these releasing rituals where we'll burn something away in a fire of something that we're letting go of. But it's just remembering that just because you've written it down, you've, set it on fire it's not just going to magically go like we need to put in that aligned action and 
you know, that conscious commitment behind it. Yes. But also acknowledging that there are many, many layers to some things like your soul is incarnated here and you don't even know the extent of what you could be bringing forward into this lifetime to move through and transform, whether that's ancestral, past life, from your like family line, so many things that mm. you probably can't even fully grasp. But what I'm getting at here is that there's always like another like level yes. to reach. And it doesn't mean because you might be facing something again that you haven't made any progress. It's just another level of that. And each time you face it, you've gained more strength and wisdom and the knowledge and tools to be able to navigate through when something like that, like in a similar theme may come up again. Mm, I love that. I love that yeah. so much. I, I truly think like this is such an incredible path to be down. It's not for the lighthearted because no. you definitely have to face parts of yourself that maybe you only have really seen in other people and not realize that what you're seeing in other people is just a mirror for you. Yeah. And when you do start doing the work, you have to start acknowledging like oh I have shadows as well like I'm not this perfect person and it's a really empowering thing to do because like you said we're in a we're in a universe of duality like that's totally normal we all have both sides yeah. to us and it's like one without the other exactly and it's like accepting and acknowledging that that's all part of life that's all part of our experiencing here and being able to enjoy the human process because otherwise why would we be here like we'd just be yeah, floating in the stars doing it right if you're if you're facing some challenges you're doing it right it means you, you yeah. are ready to face them we're just we're just here in earth school doing our thing yeah. um yeah sorry go oh, no, um i do notice that when you said about the mirroring a lot mm. of common themes like i always say everyone that's here in this space right now when I'm hosting ceremony have been collectively drawn for a reason. And a lot of people, there's a lot of similar energies, yes. that up, things that people are focusing on or releasing because of that mirroring. And one, another concept of mirroring is it's not only reflecting back to you, you know, some of the, the shadows or the challenges, it's also the light as well. Like, and something that I am working on receiving more is acknowledging like all the light that I see in other people is also reflections of me. And I just got to sit back and go, okay, that, that is me too. If, you know, if we can, if we can easily point out all of the other stuff we can, we just have to come back to the remembering that there is also the beauty and the light within us as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a beautiful reflection as humans, we have a tendency to see the negative a lot easier than we do the positive. And I guess it just comes down to our wiring from our survival standpoint. Yeah. Um, but that's exactly right. You'll notice there'll be like themes with certain yeah. people in your life that will kind of go in a cycle and you'll have a similar theme cropping up with all these people around you. And yeah, it is. It's a total mirror of what's yeah. going on within you. Good, yeah, bad. So within, without, just yeah. collectively as well with the sky, the stars is above, so below, we see astrology bringing to us many themes to work mm. through, which is very beautiful to work with and just have um, an insight into like a deeper understanding. I think the stars communicate so much to us. Um, but another thing on... Just going deep into the shadows, a lot of people call it a rock bottom. I heard this 
reference that called it a magic dark and I'm like I love that it's quite empowering and just Scorpio season I was like "Mm, yes darkness like I'm ready because I went through a really freaking I don't know if I can swear on here yeah you're fine (laughs) and me just kind of said to myself um yeah I went through a really heavy dark phase where I generally genuinely felt rock bottom moment but Mm -hmm. in that moment like it was also the most empowering place because I fully surrendered and allowed myself to feel it rather than sitting back and fearing it and never fully allowing myself to sink into it and be there and present in it. Now I feel like it's just where all the power lies and where your biggest transformations happen and your biggest growth happens. And this is why I just love Scorpio so much. I know we're not in Scorpio season anymore, but we are in eclipse season and that brings about a lot of drastic changes, but all for our best growth. We just got to hold the intention and mindset. Like this is all working out for me. All these shifts are happening to align me further to where I'm meant to be and just trusting where you are. Yeah. And that all comes back to like what you said at the start, the surrendering. And when you do resist, when you, when you can feel that something is coming up or when you can feel that you're kind of heading towards that rock bottom and you do resist it and you do things to like numb it out and you do anything you can to avoid it. You're taking all your personal power away because you're making this thing have total control over you, over the way that you play this whole scenario out and just your life as a whole. When we can lean in to these feelings of discomfort and remain almost like equanimous to it like not getting so wrapped up in the feelings and that's not always the case we are human but when you can allow yourself to feel it yeah feel it but then allow it to not like have so much power Mm -hmm. over you that it it dictates the way that you know everything else plays out like let it actually like have its moment you have to shine light on things so that it can be revealed so that you can actually move through it instead of it always being like this. Yeah. Like instead of it always being this thing on your shoulder. Cause the moon like reflects back to us, the unseen when it's the full moon, we've mm. got, it's reflecting. We only see the moon because it's a reflection of the sun. So it's, and the moon represents that inward emotions, our yin, the feminine, deep internal internal self so when we have the full moon for example that's when we're doing a lot of deep reflection because it's it's bringing to light things that are within that we may not always see or dive into but I like how you said don't let it um, consume you yeah when we realize that we are the only ones who can and we are the ones that have the responsibility to move forward we take all our power back and yes. there's support around you. Like there really is. Even you can, it's easy to feel so alone in it. But trust me, there is somebody else out there that is going through something similar or just in general going through their own things that you can just reach out to. And I think also through sharing your story, like story medicine really helps other people feel like they like feel validated in what they're going through. And I think it just makes it so much easier when you know you're not alone. Yes, I think that's that's so beautiful. And the power of circle is literally like what you're just talking yeah. about right now. Um, so I'd love if you can talk a little bit about your um, your women's circles, your moon ceremonies. Yeah. I've been to one. 
I had a great time. I loved it. It was beautiful. And pretty much what we said about everything being um, a mirror, that's exactly the experience I had at your one because we were all having similar themes come up when we were sharing. Yeah. Yeah. And I was actually going through a really hectic time that period, but I decided Mm. to continue the circle because like I knew in that moment I needed to be held, even though I was facilitating it like we're all still held and like we're all still equally giving and receiving in the circle which I think is really beautiful so I'm so glad I went through and did it because it was it was really healing for me um but women used to to come together in ceremony centuries ago Mm. and through years of separation for example through the witch trials and many other events it's led women and also just being in this real masculine driven society it's led women to feel inferior to feel the need to compete to be against each other and to be separate and I and I know it's because we are so fucking powerful when we're together Mm -hmm. and experiencing this just ignites me I'm like wow we are so much stronger together like collaboration over comparison and competition like it's just so icky I think back to those times where I was really feeling that separation and feeling jealousy and competition and lack coming up reflecting in past friendships and just times in my life and now I'm since I started attending women's ceremonies I'm like whoa this is like a whole new world I feel like women are just an unstoppable force when we're together like the energy and the magic that manifests between us is just like an indescribable in words and so just through experiencing that's really inspired me to create more spaces like this Mm. because yeah growing up didn't really have many spaces to connect and be truly held to be vulnerable to be authentic and to be seen for that and not be judged and to actually just be fully held and yeah coming together so yeah, I started my ceremonies at the start of this year at my place in Kayama in my little sunroom. Mm. <laughs> it's such a beautiful space. I'm just so grateful that I'm still here. For those of you who know me, you know that I was only meant to be in this place for six months. It is this groovy, very old beach shack and I can see the ocean, but sadly it's going to get demolished. But I'm still here and I was supposed to be out in July. So thank you, universe. And I did write that down in my diary, manifesting another at least six months in this house. Mm. Mm, Power of intention. (laughs) And I'm still here. So I host them here. And yeah, we dive into the themes of where the moon's at, whether it's a full or a new moon, what season we're in, what sun season we're in, what sign the moon is in sometimes what the other planets are doing and how they affect us here on earth and just observing those themes that are coming up Mm. and just taking from it what it can teach us to learn and get through it Um, or to harness those energies for, for example, if we're wanting to call something in with the new moon, planting those seeds of intention. And I'll lead through some meditation, some sound healing with a sound bath. I've got some crystal sound bowls and we'll also do some cacao we'll make some cacao together some sacred mama cacao honoring her and she is the 
medicine of the heart. She opens our heart and really connects us into Mother Earth. So that real grounding energy. Mm. And she's just so beautiful. I love Mother Cacao, just full unconditional love. And I think through using, you know, her medicine, she helps us all open our hearts more to connect in deeper. She's used this for a long time. And yeah, we'll do some journaling. We'll do some releasing. Um, We'll get out and dance under the moon and howl and just be wild, wild women, wild witches, and just have a good time and, and really sharing, sharing what's coming up, sharing the journal prompts or something that's present with you and we get to know each other like we fully we we get intimate and close with each other because I think that's such an important part and I did ask a question on my story the other day like what is your favorite part about attending a women's circle and a lot of people were saying it's connection yeah a lot of us are craving that so yeah that's what we go into and oh yeah a little bit of a card reading and guidance at the end but mostly what I take away from all ceremonies is just that deep authentic connection like I feel so like I feel like my energy just feels like I'm receiving this big warm mm. hug of love and everybody feels it like my heart is just like fully open yes I love the vulnerability that comes from a circle being able to share yeah. knowing that the women that are there are also seeking yeah vulnerability and they're seeking connection so it is that really like safe and sacred container where you can feel like totally okay to express yourself and to just like be in that moment. And I started hosting um, moon circles at the start of the year as well, before I knew you or like anything that you were doing. And before I really knew um, that there were like circles already being held down here yeah. because I felt like there was just like this very big gap. And then I started finding all these, and then I started finding all these other women that were doing it. And I was like, you know what this, I am, I'm just so happy to receive this beautiful energy and I do not need to host these because like, there's already so many beautiful <laughs> containers around I feel like, like um, a place for everyone though. Like if you still feel, Oh cool. yeah, of course. But I felt like for me, I, I simply wanted to hold them because I didn't feel like it was here. And yeah. then once I opened myself to it and I found that it actually was here, I was like, cool. That blew me it, out too. I think it's, it's in my sphere now. Yeah. So I just totally didn't know. I totally didn't have that awareness. And then yeah. I found you, I found like quite a few other women, um, in the Illawarra, in the Shoalhaven, doing them. And I thought, amazing. I don't have yeah. to do this. So I was traveling up to Sydney in 2020, last year. Mm. And I would, because I was living in Kalala at the time. So I'd drive to Bondi, like every two weeks. Pretty, pretty decent drive, Bondi, yeah. <laughs> just to go to a moon ceremony or a women's circle. Um, because I really felt that disconnect and I was just, as soon as I started finding them, I was like, I just need to go every time because I love this so much. Yeah. I've never felt truly held and seen like mm-hmm. I have before in a circle of women. And I never felt we had any of that down here. But as mm-hmm. you say, once we started to host them, I started noticing other women stepping up and yeah. creating the space as well. So I think we've all just felt that. And it's been like a big surge and a big opening. Yeah. Um, and I definitely do still feel the call to hold circle for women. 
but definitely like I don't feel the call to hold circle in relation to the moon for women because I feel like there's so many women like yourself who have such a deeper understanding of the moon and uh, not even just the moon but the astrology side of it as well and I feel like to me like pick your zone of genius because that is not it for me (laughs) like I just want to be able to really connect with women on a deep level and you know going into my second pregnancy a focus of mine has really been like honoring um, pregnancy and and motherhood and so that feels like the next level of evolution for me is like actually supporting women in that stage of their life in circle and and leaving that other side of it for people like you and I think that that is so beautiful because it opens up space for collaboration when you have more forces coming together which we are working on something yeah (laughs) I'm very excited I'm very excited for the upcoming the upcoming collaborations and that brings me back when you were talking about um collaboration versus you know competition it's like the most beautiful evolution that we've been through but also how beautiful is it that we get to have the contrast yeah because I don't think that we would have appreciated how amazing it is to have women having each other's backs if we hadn't seen like the total polarity between the two it's been a it's still there oh yeah we're breaking through that yeah like we're breaking through that we've got we've got a while to go but I feel like it's not it's not every woman obviously because we're all at different stages in our life um but so many women have totally changed the game like I look at I look at some of the ways that I used to behave and I used to act and I don't look at myself with shame or judgment anymore I'm just like wow how cool that now I don't act like that yeah cool that now I don't feel the need to compete with anyone because you know, they do something similar to me or because they have this or they look like that or like it just doesn't come up for me now. Of course, you have feelings of comparison still. Yes, I think also when you're so rooted in your purpose and what you're doing, you know that there is a place for every single person. We don't need to find be anything else. Like you said, just having that awareness of not being called to do specifically moon circle, that's a powerful thing because... Mm -hmm. I'm sure some part of your ego was like, oh, but I have, I, I have it to. It was. Like, yeah. It totally was. Yeah. It was like, no, Emily, you still, like you said you were going to do it. So yeah. like not doing it and backing away, like you're just, you're just giving up. And then I thought, but actually it, it felt out of alignment for yeah. me because I didn't feel like I was in my, my space to hold space fully. And because of that, I wasn't showing up in a way that you know I was excited about it and then that started to like play into my energy around the whole thing and it didn't feel aligned so like understanding that not everything you do is going to be like amazing first time around or is going to be fully for you and being like willing to yeah 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 willing to like change direction redirect as many times as you feel you need to until you do find your your divine purpose like you were just saying um so yeah I think think even for me like I definitely still feel some thoughts and comparisons come up when I'm online or out and about but I have the awareness of it now and I can observe it rather than feed into it 
But a lot yeah. of the time, I if I see a woman just like in her power, I'm like, wow, how fucking amazing is that? And I'm inspired by it. And I'm like, mm, I'm looking to you for inspiration. And I know because I'm also seeing this, that I'm close. Oh my God. I've, I've like talked about this in a, di- a different podcast I recorded, I think, but <laughs> I just love that so much because anything that you feel jealousy around, it's like a magnet towards yeah. what you actually either want to be embodying or what you want to call more of yeah. into your life. So you can use it as like a, like a compass. Yeah. It's like, Oh, cool. I feel like jealous of that. And why yeah. is that coming up for me? Do I want more of that? And how can I actually create that and celebrating that person's success celebrating makes you feel so much better it makes you feel amazing because you're like wow and if that's possible for them then it's possible for me too yeah yeah oh I love that so much it's flips it around and the energies feel so much lighter and inspiring Mm. rather than just like then flipping into self negative talk about yeah, you know, oh, I can't do this. I'm so shit. Yeah, like that's fucking shit. You gotta be your best cheerleader and pick yourself up when you're, you know, observing those thoughts that come up. Because self judgment's always gonna freaking be there. In the critic is always there, but we just gotta, I don't know, be friends in a way. Yeah, you've <laughs> gotta, you've gotta learn to, to acknowledge. Like, yeah, okay, I'm having this thought. But like, what does it actually mean? And like, is it really true? Or is it just, is it just a thought? Because sometimes yeah. we just have thoughts yeah. and they're not actually real and they don't actually mean anything. Like about all the thoughts we have a day. Oh, I know. Like, <laughs> I used to be like, so in my head all the time. It's like all my energy was up in my head and there was a complete disconnect from like my neck down. And then just journey through into the feminine energy and embodiment that journey has been really helpful not not there yet but I'm getting there and I'm aware oh and it's a process (laughs) it's like it it doesn't it doesn't happen in a day it doesn't happen in a week I think this journey is till the day that we die and beyond because like there's so much to uncover like you were saying the layers there's just so much and it doesn't matter like we're not looking for an end point an end goal it's like just expanding into like these new levels of yourself and walking the line between finding contentment in the moment that you're in, not always like seeking to be somewhere else and you're working on yourself on up leveling. And I think it's fine to, to do both. Like having a balance between those two is nice. Like we should be able to enjoy our current moment yeah. and still want to evolve. Healing is not my purpose. And yeah. it is the best song because sometimes we just get so wrapped up in it, always feeling like we need to up level and advance. And it's like, hang on, the only real moment you're in is now. We can make, you know, conscious choices in every now moment, but we don't have to get so wrapped up and judging ourselves for where we are. Yeah. So I, I find myself doing that. I find myself going, oh, I should have been at this point by now and whatever. But everyone's on their own divine timing. We just got to trust that. (laughs) And it's funny because someone will look at you and be like, oh my goodness, I wish that I was where she is. And there'll be like someone that you're looking to saying, I wish that I was where she is or where they are. And it's acknowledging that as human beings, we're probably always going to want more and that's okay. Human nature. It's human nature. And 
if we can learn to feel gratitude and contentment in each moment, it really allows us to feel the magic yeah. of this universe, of this experience, of this human lifetime that we have here. A beautiful practice I invite people to do. I led into this meditation last ceremony and we did this huge reflection and we went into this state where we were looking in a mirror at ourselves a year ago and just observing where we were at that point and just seeing how far we've come, but also sending that version of us so much love and compassion and any advice because like we've got our inner child in us. We've got all of our past versions within us, mm-hmm. sending that person, you know, any insights from now, like you've got this, look how far we've come. And just reflecting on that, because I'm sure everyone listening a year ago, your life was very different, whether it was like your mindset, where you're living your job, like we're always constantly evolving and changing and we can get stuck in that forward thinking. So reflecting on how far we've come and just celebrating that is really, it's a really beautiful way to like become yeah, present with where you are now and yeah. really appreciative of how fucking amazing you are. <laughs> yeah. And, and we, we don't even realize how often we've already achieved something that past us would have been dying to achieve or like even dying to know that we were capable of achieving and like you're doing part of that now and acknowledging like how incredible that is is amazing and I think um that's something that I really love about journaling is like being able to reflect back on yourself and and kind of be like oh wow like what you oh can't my goodness. What you wrote down you know that was real because our yeah. mind can really distort memories but when you oh, go on totally. Facebook, you're like who was she <laughs> are you okay <laughs> oh that's so funny because I think especially in the times where you you feel like you really cannot see ahead that real those times where it's really clouded mm-hmm. and like there's just nothing left it's just pitch black when you reflect on those moments, you're like, whoa, like, I really do got this. I got this and I made it through and I came out the other side. And sometimes these moments that you might be in that you feel like are never ending or that you're like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Like a year or two years or three years or even just a few months down the line, you may not even really fully remember. Yeah. Like that's how ever-changing yeah. we are. Yeah. Like we're literally changing all the time, all the time, all the time. And we get like so caught, so caught. So yeah, I guess talking about being in the present, but also knowing that it's only a stage, it's only a phase and yeah. everything will pass. So yeah, again, it's like walking that line. Yeah. Cycle of life. Yeah. Speaking of cycles, another thing that I'm super passionate about and I'm creating something very sacred around eventually (laughs) um, is around the moon and our womb, reflecting those cycles that the moon goes through and that we go through and connecting to our, connecting to nature, living more in sync with nature and ourselves, honoring our phases because, you know, we are... cyclical beings we go through our winter our death which is like our shedding of our cycle our inner bleed we go into our spring then to summer and then to autumn and then we start to wane down again and that's reflected 
with the moon phases beginning on the new moon, waning up until the full moon, and then, um, sorry, waxing to the full moon, then waning down again. So it's these cycles that we see in life that just, yeah, reflect in each other. Yeah. I love, I love, love, love diving into, yeah, the womb and how we can mm. really connect in with our womb space. It's very healing. There's so much magic and potency in there. And it's also just so fun. It just makes me feel so reclaimed and powerful as this feminine being that I am. And oh, yeah, love it. That leads me into a question I was going to ask you, which is how does the, how does your routine change as your cycle goes along so do you I mean it may not but I'm assuming it does because you're very in tune with your body and with the moon and with the cycles so is there like ways that you honor yeah certain points in your cycle Definitely. yeah so this is what I'm going to be creating my course around is how to connect in with each phase mm. and it doesn't have to line up with the moon that is just a guide of course. Because um, mine doesn't always line up perfectly with the moon because we're in our own rhythm. It's just a beautiful reflection and guide, which is why the moon is connected to the feminine energy. Mm. Um, and the ma males are connected to the sun, the 24-hour rhythm. Mm. So for me, if I am in my wise woman phase, my inner winter, the bleed phase, we know that that is when we need to go into that 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 cave, that inner cave or the womb where we just rest, relax. It's that real inward energy. It's not introspective. Yeah, it's the yeah. release. It's the death phase. And ways that I honor that is to, I limit myself on social media. I do my best to not work on those days. Like whether I shift around my shifts or my hours. Um, yeah. Don't go on socials as much as possible, limit screen time. And I also see this is a time to really connect in with nature and just slow mm. down, being that yin energy. And I feel like it's the only time where I fully allow myself to rest because I know that I actually cannot even perform at my full capacity because all my energy is going toward that phase of my cycle of the bleed and the release. And otherwise I'll honor that I'll do rituals, whether it's blood rituals and releasing or lots of meditating, some really slow yin yoga, um, journaling, journal prompts, connecting into that wise woman archetype. I'll do some like blood painting. And I just, I make sure that I'm kind of representing the cave by just like being in like a dark space in my room, just having candles yeah, just really honoring that phase by just mostly just slowing down. If that's all very overwhelming, it's very new to you. Just, just do your best to feel into what that energy feels like to you and just honor where that's taking you. Just slowing mm. down in general, canceling some plans, really setting out time for you. And it's also a time where we are the most connected into our intuition and our bodies. So receiving messages just basking in your own energy yes it's definitely like that time where you want to allow yourself a lot more space and yeah. if you're aware of your cycle try not to like overextend yourself in that week and like book yourself out because 
I always think like how incredible would it be if our society was geared towards more of that like cyclical nature and we had more allowance for that in the workplace and things like that and I hope that that's kind of the way that we'll go in the future going that way oh totally I mean especially um for a lot of women who do have their own businesses like a lot of women are starting to run it that way so that they actually align their work with their cycle and I think it's so beautiful and I know it's hard when you you might have a day job and you've got set hours but just even maybe outside of that if you do have to go to work just setting that time for yourself in the afternoon just totally just relax meditate go out in nature just sit by the ocean or by a tree journal have some cacao just just be as slow and gentle as possible with yourself Um, But then you move into your inner summer, which is where your energy is starting to lift. It's like that maiden. So you're feeling creative and playful. And then you're moving into your mother or your inner summer, which is the phase I'm in now. Um, So that's connected with the the full moon, which is halfway through. Mm. And this is actually your ovulation period where you have the most energy. Um, You're ready to like birth something. It's like the mother. So you're creating and you may feel a lot more social. Like I've, I've had a lot more energy. So I'm doing a lot more social things and putting a lot more energy into my passions and things like that. So that's what I'm doing this summer and going out, out and about exploring, having fun and like being social. And it's also like a real, can be a real like sensual, you may feel like quite like sexually driven Mm. and just, feeling yourself feeling the vibe (laughs) yes and I think um I think also being mindful because you do usually have like so much energy and you're feeling like so excited and playful and you're like "Woo, what can I do then you like start making like so many plans ahead and this is where it's like oh no remember that this too is part of our cycle so like acknowledging that the energy does like ebb and flow yeah, being in <laughs> hmm, yeah. <laughs> so then you've got the wild woman phase where you're starting to wane down again. It's a really raw, primal time of the phase. It's kind of what you feel in the PMS coming in. You're just like, fuck this. Like, rah, like and say things like it is, up, like a hundred percent. Yeah, you're fully just letting go into the wild woman where you're just completely authentically you expressing how you're feeling be careful not to get too like (laughs) too wild there (laughs) but it's it's kind of where you feel maybe some triggers coming up to surface you're feeling a bit more sensitive Mm. but it's yeah that real primal witchy raw energy and you're yeah you're starting to wane down starting to slow down again it's the it's the autumn It's so funny because like I'm in my second pregnancy and I feel like that is like the archetype that I relate to the most in pregnancy is like just that no fucks given says what I want. And I mean, like, look, that doesn't mean you just have rain to be a total asshole, but I just know that. um, Don't let the rage out. I think that's a good practice. Yeah. Like I've, I've really learned, like you just can't hold on to everything so much. And yeah, pregnancy has like been such a portal for me 
And this time even more so because I kind of knew what to expect. So I was like, lean into that. Like, it's all good. And you have moments of every part of your normal cycle in pregnancy. For me, that's what I experienced. But do you feel yourself energetically going through these cycles? Because also on a side note for for those who identify as women, you don't have a bleed or like you've reached menopausal stage. Um, you can still follow the moon for guidance yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, but for pregnancy, I wouldn't say it's like a monthly cycle for me. Yeah. I would say that it's almost like your trimesters, yeah. kind of like your, your cycle. So like for the first yeah. trimester for me, that really feels like inner winter. That feels like where I'm just... I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't want anyone near me. I just want to be held, supported. I want to like drink my cacao. I want to be totally internal, introspective, like leave me alone pretty much. And then it's kind of like, I, I don't feel like it goes in the same, the same cycle. I feel like now I've gone more into into a mix between like my my autumn and my summer it just flips between the two like so outward and then I don't want to say bitchy because it's not the right word (laughs) but like just um able to speak (laughs) yeah yeah totally like able to voice what's truth for me without having that normal like resistance and fear yeah. and codependency around the, the wild woman is just like reclaiming your yeah your truth yeah. your expression and just showing up and being in your fullness and not giving a fuck what other people think a hundred percent so <laughs> it's really it's really funny um because I do have a very uh, I guess, standard cycle, like a very regular cycle. So I get super used to going through these like very frequent flows. And in pregnancy, it's just a totally different ball game. And it's like learning to also release any kind of like feeling of the need to try and control and suppress what does come up for me and just like letting whatever that day brings when it comes to that yeah just come up and it's all good and it's all welcome and then in you know your inner bleed is a good time to release all that that's come up so doing Mm -hmm. that introspection yeah 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 Yeah. and just honoring where you are I'm I wake up and when I have my bleed I'm like I celebrate the fuck out of it I'm like I am so honored to be a woman for years of not having a bleed on contraceptives Mm -hmm. now like two and a half years ago before I was really even fully connected in with my cycle and knowing how sacred it was I just had this this deep strong calling to get off it no reason but I was like this needs to get out of my body like it just it's not right we are so intuitive like as women we just know when something is not vibing for us and I think being like so young when you're put on to a contraceptive we haven't yet found our own voice and our own um, power and the whole time we've been growing up we've pretty much been told like don't listen to yourself don't listen to yourself don't listen to yourself the power is outside of you so then it's actually like a very big learning practice to start to listen to your intuition and to come back to that point and so even 
you know, the process of then coming off contraceptive. I mean, I don't know if like you spoke to people in your life about it, but when I spoke to people in my life, it was very much like big resistance, yes, like big too. resistance. Like, but what are you going to do? I mean, look, like, are you sure? Are you sure? Well, like I just kept getting questions. And you've got to, I think that's one of the biggest parts of leaning into your intuition is trusting yeah. it. Big test. And I think it's like, we also want to have this like logical backup for why. hundred percent. Which is where I've been stuck and. I get very much yeah. wrapped up in that too. Why? Why? And, <laughs> and we want to have like all the answers. Like, but this, yeah. it can only, because of this, no. Like some things you just know. You've got to trust it, yeah. You've got to trust it. And yeah, I think, um, gosh, we've got such a long way to go with uh, education around mm-hmm. the magic and power of a woman's cycle. And it's literally like a guidance system for how we are going with our health. Like it, it tells us so much, so, yeah. so much. And yeah. the fact that we're not taught what any of so that means. Interact with your cycle as well. That yeah. makes it out of rhythm, whether it's just being overworked, what you're eating, just being like, just absorbing yeah. like artificial lighting and just artificial things that we're consuming, whether it's with food, pollution, fragrances like it all disrupts our hormones and rhythm who we're around like if our body doesn't feel safe enough to have a cycle or has is um nourished enough it won't be able to fulfill its cycle that is and and it's literally speaking to us it speaks to us in every every month every moment and even you know not just through your bleed but your your whole cycle like you get spoken to body, like it, yeah physical symptoms are the last point of contact if our body is telling us something like we know first it'll develop into a physical later if it's something that we're not addressed. oh god how big is that topic <laughs> yeah. though i'm we like to with with reiki so when i do reiki yeah we dive into like if somebody has some physical symptoms yes. where that comes from and reiki really helps to send that life force energy and balance that and help really assist you and like kind of hold your hand on the way it doesn't mm. fix you but it, like any modality it doesn't fix you so if you think anything's going to fix you no you're once again externalizing that and your powers within it's just helping you yes anything that you go to for healing it's just a tool yeah. it's a tool to like add to your little toolkit that's yeah. going to help you in your healing but or like anything to do with healing, it all comes from within and you just are able to use these different modalities. They're not it. Nothing is it. You're never going to find that like silver oh, yeah. bullet, like, oh yeah, I've cured everything. Yeah. No, no, no. Like you have to actually like be open to healing yourself. Holding the intention. Like we see it proven with placebo, it's all like, oh my goodness yeah it's gonna work or not like it truly does reflect in your reality that's really funny um I have a like a little bit of a random story that kind of spins off that but a few years ago I was like just so stressed not in a good place in my life at all and I kept having all the symptoms that are associated with diabetes like all of these symptoms coming up for me and I was at the doctors all the time I'm like 
what is going on? Like, you have to test me for this, test me for that, test me for this, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I'm obsessively at the doctors, like very different Emily to now, but I'm like obsessively going to the doctors. And one day this doctor sits me down and this is the best thing a doctor has ever said to me. And he's like, Emily, sometimes your body will produce a physical response or reaction to an emotional or mental state that night I went home I've never heard a medical doctor I never had (laughs) and no more symptoms I kid you not and I was in total probably lost his job after that (laughs) I think he just felt bad for me he's like oh Emily like I cannot do anything for you like your brain is so powerful that it's like created all these symptoms and because you keep thinking more and more and more about it they're coming up more and more and more and more and when you google shit on like Dr. Google and you're like I'm actually dead you go yeah that's me and then you just basically in Yeah, diagnosis and and <laughs> so similar experience to that it, it it's, tests, nothing coming back this was like five years ago mm. and I'm just like it was just me it was just stress and was, you're like wow I think when you can acknowledge that that we are that powerful in our minds yeah. in our like that is exactly how powerful intention well. is but yeah we just gotta remember it you know oh I love that. Like I have not thought about that for such a long time. But it's easy to see how much we can be so self-destructive rather than how much we can to for our the like our best good. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I love that. Yeah. So is there anything else you wanted to ask me? I feel like we we could talk for days and days and days. (laughs) literally I know um I would just love to find out like what does a standard day for you look like or if there's not really a standard day what are some like non-negotiable practices or things that you have to have yeah um also I forgot to tell everybody that I'm a mermaid (laughs) no I don't worry you told them and I also have put it in my intro because I know you're a mermaid I am so excited to post photos with my tail. I got a real mermaid tail, everyone. This was the best $750 I've ever spent in my life. I love <laughs> um, Courtesy that. of the Aries full moon, where we were really connecting to what lit up our inner child. And at the end, we we're all talking about these like hobbies, interests, passions that we just sort of suppress in a way because we think that it's not going to make us successful, bring mm-hmm. us money or be good enough. We're going to be judged. All this other bullshit that just suppresses our inner child's fun and inner flame. And what come up for me was a mermaid. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go and buy this mermaid tail. I don't even care. And so now I have it. It got handmade in America by this company called Taylor and it arrived it's it's behind me but no one's gonna be able to see it (laughs) instagram i i'm gonna get some professional photos done because let's just be extra (laughs) i know i honestly love that and i feel like when i'm like in your energy and i'm in your space it's always like this very playful and like open energy and very much like you're saying like 
I'm just fully being me and it's like so safe for you to fully be you and just like feel joy and I love that you're open and willing to like share that playful and like childlike part of yourself with the world out in others as well a hundred percent a hundred percent it's like everybody wants to feel like that yeah we just kind of we're just sort of by embodying that and leading by example it helps other people feel like they can do it too a hundred percent and and kids are made to feel like you know fun is just a it's a temporary thing in a stage of our life and eventually we have to leave fun behind and we have to go yeah. onto the serious onto the money and the purposefulness oh, no. of life but really fun is fun all the time <laughs> essential fun is essential in life and it's essential in helping people to fully get into their purpose too because you can have fun you can have a purpose-filled life like they're not mutually exclusive it's just learning that you can really bring about those parts of yourself yeah bringing more fun more feminine flow and joy into my everyday because I can get very wrapped up in the whole seriousness and yeah go 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 and yeah surrendering into that fun it's still a challenge even for me, even though people can perceive me as like fun and playful on the inside. I'm, sometimes I'm like, ah! like, I think we all have that though, don't we? We have like the way that yeah. we come across and then the way that we really feel. Yeah. And they sometimes, they're not fully always aligned, but I feel like you're definitely someone who works on closing that gap like yeah. all the time. Yeah, I think for me, like my deepest calling is to, yeah, bring women together, but also like to help guide people home to themselves, mm. which is very like Cancerian archetypal energy is like all about coming home within. Um, but yeah, typical day in my life. Um, I do, I have dedicated to like my mornings to myself, even if it's just, you know, really quickly, half an hour or an hour. But yeah, I will ensure that I start my day with some kind of mindful grounding practice like meditation, some affirmations. I do this practice called magical morning. This can just take a couple of minutes. You can easily just do it in your car on your drive to work, but it's inspired by Gala Darling. If you have heard of her, she's just this magical woman who does EFT tapping, Mm. but it's three of three of these prompts inquiries you can record yourself saying it write it down or just say it out loud and it is what you're grateful for then speaking about your day in past tense so everything that you want to experience oh, I love speak about that. it already happened and then do the same thing with your big goals and dreams mm. so I do that in my head or out loud um and if I have more time in the morning this is where like I'll just flow like I'll go for a swim in the rock pool like I might do a sunrise swim or an early morning swim just so fun like the ocean is so beautiful so healing there's so much that we can like learn from from that element um love the ocean um of course (laughs) um might do some yoga or some stretching um and I'll make sure that I make myself like a really nourishing intentional breakfast and drink or something like that Mm. like they're my they're my morning practices like I'll at least do one or two of those yes depending on like if I have like an early shift or something but I Mm. always at least do some kind of 
mindful meditation, something like that to like set up my day. Otherwise, like I cannot start my day without getting myself prepared, getting my vibe right. Um, Yeah. And that's like part of the the feminine is like allowing that element of flow in, like not being so attached to like having to do yeah. like I've got to get everything on yeah. my checklist yeah. done, way, but probably. still making time for like that yeah. intentional moment in your day. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. I love that. So where can people find you and what are your current offerings? All right, so you can find me on Instagram at the Moon Child. There's an X in between Moon and Child because someone so rudely stole that name before I decided to make it my name. <laughs> <laughs> or Moon Dot Guidance, which is where I have all of my like ceremonies and offerings on there. Still, obviously, a work in progress. Um, I don't have an actual website yet, but I do have links to the events. Sometimes I host online as well as in person if you're not local because I know there's all of us all over the world who want to connect yeah but I do tarot Tuesdays if you want to jump in and get a free little quick guidance tarot Tuesdays in my stories I put out a little prompt there or you can book a reading with me tarot oracle I sell sound bowls Um, I do Reiki one-on-one sessions so it's not just Reiki we go through like a whole sequence a bit of like a little ceremony like Mm. we'll do sounds meditating we'll talk about your intention what what's brought you in what you're focusing on what's present for you we'll do the energy healing and we'll do some cards at the end and really really set like a bit of a like a soul work guidance at the end for when you leave the session to be home I love that Um, and I am planning to do some courses around, as I was saying before, like the moon and the womb, how to connect in with that. So yeah, really it's ceremonies, spaces, um, sunrise gatherings I've started as well, just to start the day off. Um, yeah, readings, bowls, I sell the bowls, do sound healing, um, do astrology art as well, like a channeled artwork for you. So I just need your sun moon and rising and i'll create your own birth moon um eventually i want to do more with astrology like readings and things because i feel Mm. like a lot of people say like you really know a lot more about astrology than you think and i just need a hundred percent i think that often astrology (laughs) (laughs) it's just limiting beliefs right and i'm just being completely authentic and raw here i think a lot of people can relate is yeah it's not putting yourself fully out there because you don't feel ready or you feel those challenging beliefs but you just gotta do it I don't think you're ever gonna feel ready Mm. um but yeah I'll eventually dive into that as well but I'm really focusing on yeah the circles and the spaces and one-on-ones and just helping helping people in whatever way if you feel resonant to me in some way I'm yeah just navigating through it and working out what best will serve people like everyone's journey is so different so I want to have it quite open incredible so you can message me um but that's where i'm at beautiful yes thank you so much for being on (laughs) that was so fun (laughs) thank you for listening to another episode of soul inspired i hope that you enjoyed this one as much as i did As I said at the beginning, please leave me a review, share it with a friend if you enjoyed. 
You can find me on Instagram at soulinspired underscore underscore. I'll catch you on the next one. Bye.